This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now here's your host, Spencer Linton. Aloha and welcome wherever and however you're connected. I'm Spencer Linton from the Lahaina Civic Center at the Maui Classic. The 4-4 four four BYU Cougars taking on 8-3 San Jose State. BYU won the tip, missed their first shot. San Jose State empty on their opening possession. And we are just over a minute underway in the first game of this Maui Classic. A three goes up from the left wing from San Jose State. That's missed. No good. And Maria Albiero, the point guard for BYU. And all whites are the Cougars moving from right to left. Brenna Chase holds right wing. Flashing to the right junction is Chalet Salmon. Salmon, significant size advantage at 6-3. Is cut off in the post. Now it's cycled left wing. Paisley Johnson for three and a foul in the left corner. And Paisley Johnson... Opens up the scoring here at the Maui Classic for BYU. Three to nothing Cougars. She'll have a chance at a four-point play. Paisley Johnson, a junior out of Everett, Washington. Playing an increased role this year, as are all of the guards, due to an injury that really set BYU back. Shaley Gonzalez, an ACL injury, will keep her out for the entirety of this season. She is on the bench with the team, but... Johnson, Brenna Chase, Drollinger, and Maria Albiero all trying to fill that void. San Jose State basketball, 20 seconds on the shot clock, 8.25 to play. Free throw good from Johnson. It's 4 to nothing. Flashing at the high post. Now a kick out for three from Megan Anderson. That's front rim no good. Rebounded by Johnson. She has her point guard, Albiero, across the timeline. Again, BYU, all white uniforms moving right to left. San Jose State. Blue and yellow trim. Drollinger holds top of the key. Three-point area now to Johnson to her right. Johnson's pass inside intended for Salmon is stolen. Fairezia Potter and Potter out of control trying to go to the hoop on the other end is called for an offensive foul. Paisley Johnson, as she does so often, in the way and set up. Now, correction, they overrule that and call that a blocking foul now. So the first official... Signaled a charging foul. He was overruled by the back official. And that will go as a blocking foul on Paisley Johnson. Potter to the free throw line for San Jose State. Looking for the first points. The Spartans 8-3. But a huge storyline developed in the Spartans last game. A dominating 128-62 win over Division Three Laverne. 128 points. I know Division Three team, but the Spartans can absolutely fill it up. That said, Aziana Basalo, the star point guard for the Spartans, injured her ankle in that game against Division Three Laverne, something that the coaching staff has come under a bit of scrutiny for having her in the game, and she is not available to play tonight against BYU. She's questionable for San Jose State's game tomorrow. Sarah Hampson, top of the key. Drollinger, left wing now. Johnson in the corner. Back to Drollinger, who tried to feed Hampson in the post. Somehow, Chalet Salmon comes up with that ball after it was knocked down. BYU trying to fit it into the seams, into their size against San Jose State. And a couple of times, that ball has been knocked down once stolen, once almost stolen. BYU will retain possession for now. 7.28 to play in the first quarter. BYU leading San Jose State 4-2. The Cougars coming off a 71-57 home win in Provo, Utah over Utah Valley in a cross-county collision. 
making their way over to the islands. Their annual trip and the Maui Classic. And Paisley Johnson hits the floor on the inbound pass. She is slow to get up. It looks like she got hit in the mouth from the nose there. So Paisley Johnson is down on the ground on her back underneath the BYU basket. And now Jeff Judkins, the head coach of the Cougars, will come out to assess the status of his player. But it almost looked like she caught an inadvertent elbow or a hand to the face and immediately slowly fell to the ground. Brenda Jollinger shot a three-pointer that was missed with Johnson on the floor. So it'll be San Jose State basketball. Once we figure out what's happening with Johnson, she is talking with team trainers and now being helped up. Johnson sitting up. Has not gotten to her feet. She is the spark for this BYU basketball team. Averaging over 15 points a game. Almost four rebounds, three assists, and she is a very, very pesky defender. 93% free throw shooter. She's grabbing her lip and her nose. She is up on her feet, and a subtle smile comes across her face. So that's good news for BYU. Already with Shaley Gonzalez out for the season. Paisley Johnson, their spark, will take a seat at the end of the bench and be attended to. Which will bring in Kaylee Smiler. Kaylee Smiler, redshirt freshman out of Hamilton, New Zealand. Takes the place of Paisley Johnson. BYU leading 4-2. We resume play 7.20 to play in the first quarter. San Jose State basketball, Potter holds, will swing to the left corner for Fiume Hafoka. Bounced inside one time to Tyra Whitehead, 6'3 junior. She's back out to Potter, who is slashing to the hoop from the left side. And Potter will be fouled once again. Sarah Hampson's first personal foul. The BYU Center at six feet seven inches out of Linden, Utah. Along with Chalet Salmon, BYU brings such great size to the basketball court. And when you look at the schedule for San Jose State, this is the first game that the Spartans have really had the type of size match up against them. They have uh, otherwise dominated most teams just because. The Spartans do have great size. Not the case tonight. Very evenly matched. First free throw good. Second free throw is missed and out of bounds. So BYU basketball leading 4-3. 7-0-3 to play in the first quarter. Sarah Hampson to inbound. San Jose State showing some full court pressure. Then they'll drop back. Brenna Drollinger will control for the Cougars. Across midcourt to her right. Now as Hampson top of the key. Hampson cycles that left corner. Paisley Johnson is back into the game. After a short break, Albiero and Drollinger playing the two-man passing game outside the three-point line. Drollinger driving inside with six on the shot clock, and she is fouled. Brenna Drollinger to the free throw line for the first time for BYU. Drollinger and Johnson make up that. Very dynamic BYU backcourt in terms of scoring. Drawlinger comes in averaging 12.6, five rebounds. 
shooting just 63% from the free throw line. Outstanding three-point shooter. And she rims off the first one. Score remains 4-3. Second up and good from Drollinger. Rolls her eyes in frustration after going one for two there. BYU now with a two-point advantage, 5-3. Substitutions for San Diego State. Sydney Lewis replaces Rosia Potter. And Danae Marquez is also in for the Spartans at point guard. Here is Marquez driving, kicks out to Hafoka, who is a Maui native. Expected to have around 100 family members watching her in the Lahaina Civic Center. This is a pass from Hafoka to the high post. Whitehead's shot as an air ball, wanted a foul, said she got contacted. The whistles remain quiet. BYU basketball. Albiero across midcourt. Sarah Hampson just inside the free throw line looking for a cutting Jasmine Moody who is back after an injury to her foot. She'll play limited minutes tonight. Ball cycle to Sydney Lewis driving baseline left. She's cut off by Hampson, doubled by Moody. Kicked back out to Anderson. Marquez send it back into the corner. There's a block shot from Hampson. On Sydney Lewis trying to drive inside. Sarah Hampson with her first block shot. One of the top block shot blockers in the country. Albiero in transition. Knocks down a three from the left wing. So BYU's defense and Hampson result in BYU on the break. And a wide open three for Maria Albiero. It's 8-3 BYU. 5.25 to play in the opening quarter. Danae Marquez inside. Back-to-back block shots by Hampson. Drollinger, one on three for BYU. Wisely backs it out. Now waits for a cutter to the hoop. Moody, her layup attempt is altered and missed. Thanks to some defense by Devry Millett. And that brings us to our first timeout in the opening quarter. Eight to three BYU after a three-point make in transition from Maria Albiero. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Spencer Linton. We are live from the Maui Classic at the Lahaina Civic Center. Not one month ago, BYU men's basketball playing in this very gym and performing very well. The Cougars won two of three for a third-place finish at the Maui Gym Maui Invitational. Victories over UCLA and Virginia Tech. A loss to Kansas, who was a top-five team. Now it's the BYU women's basketball team in Lahaina at the Civic Center, opening things up at their Maui Classic against San Jose State. 8-3 BYU out of the timeout. Three-pointer is up and missed from San Jose State's Danae Marquez, an air ball long, and BYU with the basketball and a five-point lead, under five to play in the first quarter. Maria Albiero now being harassed by Marquez. She'll take that yo-yo dribble to the right, cycle it back to Babalu Ugu, Paisley Johnson, left wing, wide open Jasmine Moody, who scores with the left hand. That was set up by Johnson, faking a pass to the corner. San Jose State's defense bites, and Jasmine Moody is left wide open in the post underneath for a layup. 10-3 BYU, 4.25 to play in the opening frame. Razia Potter in. Baseline jumper, missed right side from Fiamea Hafoka, the Maui native, but it's off of BYU. Last touch by the Cougars. San Jose State will inbound baseline right. Fiamea Hafoka, 5'9", senior from nearby Gihei, Hawaii, and Lahaina Luna High School. Inbounded, tipped, and stolen by Drollinger, and she's going to beat everybody except 
Potter down the floor, and Potter fouls Drollinger on the layup attempt after that steal. Back to the free throw line for the Cougars, and Brenna Chase Drollinger with a seven-point lead, 10-3. Substitution on the BYU side, Albiero, the point guard, starting for the Cougars, is replaced by Kaylee Smiler. Drollinger for the first free throw, and that one's perfect. Now two of three from the charity stripe today. BYU leads 11-3. Great to have you with us on BYU Radio. First time all season featuring BYU women's basketball, and what a way to do it in Maui at the Maui Classic. Drollinger makes both 12-3 Cougars. Spartans looking to get back on the board. A lot of contact inside with Potter as she is bumped. Nearly got a reverse layup to go in a spinning, unorthodox fashion, and Potter will go back to the free throw line. She's got all of San Jose State's points. All three of those have come from the free throw line. San Jose State 0 for 8 shooting to open the game. BYU 3 of 7. The Spartans have not scored any points. In over three minutes, Potter's free throw, looking to change that. She misses that one left side. So Potter now three of five from the free throw line. And her Spartans trail the Cougars by nine, 12-3. Clock stop, 3.58 to play in the first quarter. Each team has three team fouls. A reminder that when you get to five fouls in any individual quarter, that results in a double bonus scenario. Drollinger after the second is made from Potter to make it 12-4. Jasmine Moody, high post to low post to Ugu, kicks out Kaylee Smiler open in the right corner for three. Nice interior passing, defense collapsing, and BYU and Jasmine Moody find Kaylee Smiler for another three-point make. It's 15-4 Cougars, cutting baseline for a layup. Speaking of nice high-low pass entry, is Tyra Whitehead who scores for the Spartans. To make it 15-6, Moody flashes to the free throw line. Johnson left wing. Now Ugu, straightaway three-point line. She'll offer up a trifecta. That's in and out, no good. Rebounded by Danae Marquez. Marquez to Potter. Potter goes right back to Whitehead, left side. Cut up underneath, cycled around to the right wing for Marquez, who is wide open. And San Jose State quickly answers back with a 5-0 run. It's 15-9. We're under three to play in the opening 10 minutes. Drollinger has Ugu across midcourt. Ugu will have Paisley Johnson coming off a pick. Back to Drollinger right wing, so drive baseline right. Nowhere to go. And Drollinger's pass on the baseline intended for Ugu is not on target and out of bounds on the baseline. So a turnover by BYU, and all of a sudden San Jose State on a 5 to nothing run can cut further into this BYU lead that was as much as 11. Potter. From the point, dribbles down right baseline. Wild pass as she went into the corner, is tipped and stolen. Ugu tracks it down for the Cougars, has Smiler who will dribble up right sideline across midcourt, and there she's picked up. Now Johnson off a screen, not going to shoot it over the 6'3 Whitehead. So here's Smiler from Johnson on the right wing. Smiler pressured by Whitehead out on the perimeter. Jasmine Moody doubled in the corner, gets it back out to Smiler with four seconds on the shot clock. Ugu for three, no good. Offensive rebound by Johnson, saved back in. Jasmine Moody 
collides with Megan Anderson of San Jose State. As both players go out of bounds, and it's going to be BYU basketball. A loose ball foul called on Megan Anderson, six-foot junior guard from Fresno, California, for San Jose State. And the Cougars will keep it with 1.51 to play in the opening quarter. 15-9, Johnson inbounds, sideline right to Albiero. San Jose State into a zone, 2-3, Albiero. Picks up her dribble, now needs help from Johnson and has it. Six seconds on the shot clock. Johnson dribbling with her left hand. Got all the way to the hoop and the defense went away. Johnson got through three different Spartan defenders. And then there was nobody at the hoop, so she scored it off the glass. 17-9. And on the way back down, San Jose State called for a traveling violation, giving it back to BYU. 17-9 Cougars, 8-point BYU advantage. Maria Albiero is Johnson, left wing. Good entry pass to Hampson. Johnson keeping it high, Hampson catching it high, turning and scoring at 6 feet 7 inches. Hafoka trying to answer back from way deep. A 25-plus foot three-pointer is no good in and out. 19-9 BYU and Johnson from Albiero, shuffles her feet in the catch, and the Cougars turn it back over with a traveling violation. Final minute of the first quarter. Great start for BYU, up 10, 19-9. 6 of 12 shooting for BYU, 50%. San Jose State, 2 for 11. Hofoka tries another three. You can hear the fans every time she shoots it. Pleading for that ball to go in. The Maui natives scoreless at this point. Sarah Hampson left wide open at the free throw line, so she'll take the jumper, miss it long. Rims off hard, Hafoka with the rebound for the Spartans. She'll bounce it back to Megan Anderson. Whitehead at the right elbow, defended by Hampson, and Hampson reaching on the shot from Whitehead is going to pick up her second personal foul, and that will probably be it for Sarah Hampson in the first half with those two fouls. Tyra Whitehead, 6'3", junior, out of Richmond, Virginia, to the free throw line. First free throw, misses back rim high and off. And Whitehead will have one more to try and cut into BYU's 10-point lead at 19-9. 28 seconds to play in the first quarter. Whitehead for her second. And that is missed back iron as well. 0 for 2 on that trip go the Spartans. But on the rebound attempt... Chalet Salmon can't control it for BYU, and the Cougars give it right back to the Spartans, who, if they choose to do so, can hold for the final shot or close to it in the first quarter. Inbounded baseline right, straight away is Fiamea Hafoka. Back to the left wing, Danae Marquez, before she could dribble around a screen on the left wing. A foul is called away from the ball. Courtesy Clark. is fouled on the perimeter. Chalet Salmon, the guilty party on that foul, trying to get over the screen. Clark's first free throw, also no good. San Jose State, just four of nine from the free throw line. And Clark makes the second. So the Spartans as a team, five for 10 from the charity stripe. It is 19-10 BYU, and the Cougars now control the clock towards the end of the first quarter. Drawlinger across midcourt, 
Works her way over to the right sideline. Now with 10 seconds, shot clock is off. Drawlinger calls for a high screen from Salmon. She'll take a three-pointer at the point. Nearly banked it in. Hard off the glass. Foul is called on the inside, and it's going to go against San Jose State on the rebound. It'll be on courtesy Clark. Babalu Ugu and Chalet Salmon, as well as Otuafi in there for BYU. Leilani Otuafi will head to the free throw line after taking that significant bump from courtesy Clark. First free throw is in and out, no good from Otuafi, so BYU with one more. 3.2 seconds to play in the first quarter. Otuafi. Misses that one back rim. Babalu Ugu battling, and the clock is going to run out. No, there will be point three to play. San Jose State basketball. The Spartans with uh, no real opportunity to get a shot off. And the officials wave it off as Marquez puts it up from just beyond half court, and it is short in an air ball. 19-10 BYU after the first quarter from the Lahaina Civic Center. You are listening to BYU Women's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. After one quarter of play at the Lahaina Civic Center on beautiful Maui, BYU leads San Jose State 19-10 opening game of the Maui Classic hosted by Oregon State University. The Beavers ranked number four in the country, undefeated 9-0. BYU will face Oregon State tomorrow, and you hear cheers as Devry Millett rolls off a screen and knocks down a jumper from the right elbow for San Jose State to open up the second quarter. It's 19-12 BYU now. Leilani Otuafi, entry pass to Chalet Salmon. She's doubled right block. Back out to the perimeter. Brenna Trollinger after the ball cycles around, drives inside. Wild left-handed layup is no good. And now Potter with the basketball, pushing things for San Jose State. Hafoka bounces inside beautifully. Got herself to the left junction. That BYU defense sucking up, and Sydney Lewis scores an easy layup, 19-14. San Jose State within five. That's as close as they have been in a while. Leilani Otuafi with the basketball, looking to bounce inside to Chalet Salmon, who has a huge size advantage on Hafoka, but Hafoka's quick hands come up with a steal. And the local has the ball taken away from her by a trailing Babalu Ugu of BYU. Back-to-back quick turnovers. Drollinger, left wing, always a three-point threat. Instead, opts to go inside to Chalet Salmon. Well, after the melee, BYU with the numbers on their side of the floor. And Salmon is left unattended for an easy layup on the right side. 21-14, seven-point BYU lead. Three from Marquez is up, and a long air ball is grabbed by Babalu Ugu. She's quickly tied up by Razia Potter. With 8.33 to play before halftime. It'll be BYU basketball on the possession arrow after that jump ball. 21-14. Ugu slowly bounces into Albiero, who's in no rush to advance the ball. Now across midcourt. And Albiero to the left. Ugu's pass, an entry pass intended for Moody, is tipped and stolen. Marquez around everybody. And just a little bit too strong on that layup from the left side. Now BYU running three on three. Drollinger pushing. Back out to Paisley Johnson, who fakes a three inside. Johnson 
to the hoop on the right side and a foul. Paisley Johnson got her defender in the air with the head and shoulder fake, driving from the right wing. And we've seen this a couple of times now. Once the Cougars get inside the paint because San Jose State has been so aggressive defending the perimeter, there's just not much post defense inside. So Johnson scores the layup. She'll have another opportunity at a three-point play. 23-14 BYU, 8-0-4 to play. Johnson knocks in the free throw. And the Cougars again in front by double digits at 24-14. Paisley Johnson with a game-high nine points for the Cougars, three of three shooting. She opened the game with a four-point play. San Jose State answering back. That post-passing has been really good. Sidney Lewis goes inside to Tyra Whitehead, who scores. Correction, it was Whitehead with the assist to Lewis for the layup, and now it's 24-16. Drawlinger for BYU to Paisley Johnson. Dribbles to the point, three-point area. Johnson once again around the defense of Marquez. And San Jose State has shown really no ability to slow down BYU's perimeter penetration with those guards. Paisley Johnson and Drawlinger getting to the hoop almost at will. So Johnson will go back to the free throw line for two more and looking to get into double-figure scoring here in the first half. Paisley Johnson playing 34 minutes a game on average. Again, a fantastic free-throw shooter, 92% entering this game. She makes the first. Now three of three, and there are 10 points for Paisley Johnson. Second on the way, up, and that also good. 11 points for the former Washington State High School Player of the Year out of Everett, Washington, and Glacier Peak High School, Paisley Johnson. A FOCA for San Jose State. On the perimeter, 25 feet away, just right of the point. We'll go to Whitehead, who squares her shoulders and bricks a shot from the elbow on the right side. BYU and Drollinger pushing it the other way, and a foul! But it's not going to be on Drollinger. Jasmine Moody hit the deck. Pushed in the back, Drollinger made the layup, and so BYU will score the points and have the basketball out of bounds. At least that's what it should be. And there the officials discuss, and they confirm that. Yes, so the layup is good. Drollinger, as she released the basketball to her right, Moody was pushed down. So the Cougars score the two and get the basketball. Now here's Brenna Drollinger for three from the left wing. A five-point possession for the Cougars. We saw that against Utah Valley last week, a similar scenario. What a swing for BYU, and they push the lead to 15, 31-16, 6.45 to play before halftime. Afoka gets the friendly roll, and there you see the cheers from almost 100 members of Hafoka's clan here in Maui. Cheering her on and watching the young lady from Gihei score to make it 31-18. Now BYU on the entry pass to Jasmine Moody. That ball is stolen away and knocked down. San Jose State looking to push. Inside, Lewis over Johnson had the size advantage. But that layup hits off the glass and is too hard rolling off. Paisley Johnson back down the floor, left side. Tried to drive inside, nothing there this time. So she goes to Albiero and now Drollinger to her right. Back to Albiero. Here's Drollinger at the point. 
Fakes the three, drives to the right junction, bounces inside. Quick hands of San Jose State, knocked that loose, but BYU gains it back, and Albiero will fire up a three. That misses front rim no good. Knocked out of bounds. San Jose State basketball, last touch by BYU. 5.47 to play before halftime. The Cougars in control for now, up 31-18. BYU has not committed a team foul on the first four minutes and change. San Jose State has three team fouls, putting BYU two away from the bonus for the rest of the half. Potter back in for San Jose State. Hafoka received the pass about 10 feet just above the block, turned and squared her shoulders to the hoop, and a foul is called. So there is the first team foul on BYU. It'll be whistled against Chalet Salmon, her second personal. Quickly inbounded, and a focus pass is stolen away by Chalet Salmon, who quickly has Albiero across midcourt, up the left sideline to Paisley Johnson. Johnson holding. Now to Salmon at the point, swung to Albiero right wing. Johnson will take that ball straight away three-point line. Looking inside to Salmon. Now has Salmon on the left block. Salmon will turn over her left shoulder. She's cut off by Whitehead. Good matchup there. Now Albiero looking for a lob pass inside to Salmon. Weak side help comes underneath and a steal by Hafoka. Hafoka from one end of the floor to the other. Flips it up with the right-handed scoop. No good, but Hafoka earns another trip to the free throw line. 5.07 to play. BYU in front by 13, 31-18. Great to have you with us on BYU Radio. Opening game of the Maui Classic at the Lahaina Civic Center. Hafoka drops in the first free throw. Fieme Hafoka, 5'9", senior guard out of Gihei, Hawaii. With three points now, one for five shooting. Now four points, going two for two on that free throw trip. She's got a couple of steals and three rebounds as well. BYU shooting 50% as a team, 10 of 20 from the field, 4 of 10 from the three-point line for 40%. And that has paced the Cougars out to an 11-point lead. San Jose State just 6 of 22, shooting 1 of 8 from the three-point line. Paisley Johnson driving towards the baseline right. Her pass hit the net. It was knocked down. Another turnover by the Cougars. And as soon as I say turnover, Cougars... Potter for San Jose State got herself into a little bit of a trouble area and she shuffled her feet looking for a teammate and her traveling violation gives it right back to BYU. Six turnovers now for San Jose State, nine turnovers for BYU. So as good as the Cougars have been offensively, still a little bit sloppy overall on the islands. 4.45 to play in the second quarter. BYU up 31-20. You're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now here's your host, Spencer Linton. Great to have you with us on the BYU Cougars app and streaming on the BYU radio app. BYU with a 31-20 lead, 4.35 to play before halftime. Brenda Chase Drollinger opening up with a three in the on the right wing, rather. Offensive rebound by BYU Chalet Salmon. Back out to Signe Glantz. Who makes a three? An offensive rebound for BYU and Glance, the recipient of a pass from Jasmine Moody, who worked hard for that board on the offensive glass. And the Cougars push their lead back up to 14, 34, 20. Marquez looking to answer back from the point for San Jose State. That misses back iron, rebounded by Salmon. And now to Albiero. Albiero 
Cycles to Johnson. We'll get it back at the point. Has Salmon high post. Salmon looking down low. Nothing there. Albiero bounces now to Paisley Johnson in the corner. Johnson swings to Drollinger back to the point. Drollinger drives, creates space for Johnson and a three-pointer. What a first half for Paisley Johnson. 14 points. She's four for four. Hasn't missed a shot. Hasn't missed a free throw. And now BYU leads by 17-37-20. Hafoka is left at the free throw line on the opposite end for San Jose State. She's got six points. And a rare make for the Spartans here in the first half. Just 7 of 24. BYU, meanwhile, shooting 52% on 12 of 23 from the field. Six three-point makes for the Cougars on 13 tries from beyond the arc. 3-10 to play. 15-point BYU lead. Glance will receive it at the point for BYU from Johnson and go right back to Johnson. Johnson driving inside. She missed her first shot, a left-handed floater. Gets her own miss. Gets back to Drollinger, and Drollinger drives to the hoop. Again, unimpeded. So San Jose State looking uh, out of sorts defensively against this BYU offense for much of the first half, and the Cougars taking advantage. Drollinger is fouled at the last moment before she could finish off that layup, so Brenna Chase Drollinger will have two more free throws for the Cougars. And BYU in position to go over 40 in the first half. First free throw is up and good from Drollinger. 38-22 BYU. She'll have one more. And Brenda Drollinger looking to get into double figure scoring. Misses that free throw, so she'll stay at nine points. And four of six from the free throw line. Drollinger challenging Marquez. Sideline right just across midcourt. Now a Hafoka. We'll go to the high post to Whitehead. Whitehead turning, face up on Moody. Decides to kick out left wing for three from Potter. No good. Bodies collide on the rebound. In between the right junction and right block as Drollinger hits the floor. And that foul is going to go on Hafoka. So not surprisingly, if Hafoka does something good, you hear a lot of cheers. She's the local. She's the native. And if a foul is called on her, you'll hear some jeers. Either way, it results in more free throws in the bonus for BYU and Drollinger, and she misses the first. Pure shooter, Brenna Chase Drollinger, outstanding defender. Does a lot of good work for BYU handling the ball and working as an off guard, but the one thing that she has not been able to figure out early this season is the free throw line. Again, one for two. She's now five of eight. She does move into double figures. 10 points, joining Paisley Johnson with 14. Those are your game-high scores, both from BYU. It's 39-22, 2.37 to play before halftime. Marquez in possession to the point. Now moves that ball to her left and will receive it back from courtesy Clark. Marquez driving to the right block. Pulls over a double team from BYU and finds Tyra Whitehead nicely for a wide-open layup, 39-24. Jeff Judkins giving instructions to Drollinger as she dribbles up the right sideline. She'll now move across the court. Crossover dribble nearly stolen by Marquez and knocked down. But BYU with glance controls. Caden Taito. Drollinger coming off the screen. Nice pass inside to Jasmine Moody. Drollinger fakes the three. You have to respect it. Pulls the defense out and they go to the size of Moody. Jasmine Moody playing in her first game since Texas A&M Kingsville back on November 14th dealing with a foot injury.
BYU up 41-24. San Jose State and Hafoka fake a three. She'll step up to the right junction. And that free throw area doesn't connect on the shot, but she's fouled as she lets the ball go. And Hafoka will move to the free throw line for two more. 135 to play in the first half. BYU already with 41 points. San Jose State at 24. Hafoka's first free throw is missed front rim, no good. It goes without saying that the Spartans missed their leading scorer and one of the best players in the Mountain West Conference, Aziana Basalo, who is out with an ankle injury, not playing tonight. She heard it against Laverne. A Division three school and a home win for San Jose State. Glance for BYU from the left corner. Takes a pass from Johnson. She misses just inside the three-point line. San Jose State with a defensive rebound. And controlling the ball just over a minute to play before halftime. Marquez, BYU, into a 2-3 zone. Drawlinger and Taito challenging Hafoka. They reach in and create a jump ball scenario. Possession arrow points in favor of San Jose State. So the Spartans will keep it. 14 seconds on the shot clock, 103 to play before the break. Marquez to inbound baseline left. She'll go out towards midcourt, tracked down by Courtesy Clark, and now given back to Fiamea Hafoka. Driving on that zone with Taito and Drollinger at the top. Marquez bounces inside. Nice positioning by Tyra Whitehead, who gets inside of Jasmine Moody and scores another layup. Whitehead has quietly had a nice first half. She's got six points on three of five shooting, four rebounds. The officials blow the whistle here. And they will restart from midcourt with 45 seconds to play. A little bit of discrepancy at the clock. Johnson will step back into a three at the point. Paisley Johnson. Incredible first half, 17 points. She's 3 for 3 from beyond the arc, 5 of 6 overall. And BYU back out in front by 17, 44, 27. Hafoka looking to answer back. She cannot do so. The confidence is not lacking from Hafoka. The shot's just really not falling. Now 2 of 8. BYU basketball with 8 seconds left. Kaylee Smiler! A little hesitation move correction. That's Brenna Drollinger moving right to left. And with .6 left in the half, a full court shot is thrown up. And Brenna Drollinger finishes with 12 points in the first half. Nice move crossover right to left. And she found once again space at the hoop. The Cougars with a game-high lead of 19. And it happens at halftime. 46-27 pace by 17 points from Paisley Johnson. And 12 points from Brenna Chase Drollinger. It is halftime at the Lahaina Civic Center. BYU in control. You're listening to women's basketball for the Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Halftime Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. To break down the first half, here's Spencer Linton. Halftime at the Lahaina Civic Center. In beautiful Lahaina on the island of Maui in Hawaii, the BYU women's basketball team opening up the Maui Classic in grand fashion, at least for the first 20 minutes. The Cougars lead 46-27. 
a 19-point advantage over San Jose State. The Cougars 4-4 four and four, trying to get back to over 500. San Jose State at 8-3, and three, but playing without their star point guard, Aziana Basalo, who was out with an injured ankle, and it has most definitely made an impact on the Spartans. She is questionable for tomorrow's game for the Spartans against Northern Arizona. BYU, meanwhile, after they wrap up this game against San Jose State, will take on the fourth-ranked and undefeated Oregon State Beavers on this court tomorrow, also live on BYU Radio and the BYU Cougars app. I am flying solo tonight. Spencer Linton here, BYU Sports Nation, and, of course, hanging out with the BYU women's basketball team. The Cougars shot lights out in the first half. 15 for 28 as a team, good for 54%, including 7 of 14 from beyond the three-point line. BYU's three-point shooting against Utah Valley was very good and has extended all the way out to the islands. Meanwhile, San Jose State, just 9 of 28. The Spartans are 1 of 11 from three. And uh, thus you have a 19-point BYU advantage with that disparity. The Cougars have turned it over nine times. Jeff Judkins, the head coach of BYU, will most certainly bring that up in the halftime locker room. San Jose State has countered with six turnovers. BYU women's basketball will wrap up their non-conference schedule here in Hawaii and then open up West Coast Conference play. BYU will begin things at Loyola Marymount late December on the 28th after Christmas break. And San Jose State, of note, has already opened up Mountain West Conference play. They're 2-0, part of their 8-3 record. And most recently coming off a blowout over Division Three Laverne, 128-62. We'll dive into some of the specifics of the first half, bring up our highlights of the first 20 minutes, including how Paisley Johnson has paced the Cougars with 17 points. That's coming up next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to Cougar Halftime Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Lahaina Civic Center in Maui. Part of the Maui Classic, BYU leads San Jose State 46-27, a dominant first-half performance from the Cougars, notably from junior guard Paisley Johnson, who has 17 points on 5 of 6 shooting, and she did some serious damage from the three-point line, including this. Johnson swings to Drollinger back to the point. Drollinger drives, creates space for Johnson, and a three-pointer. What a first half for Paisley Johnson, 14 points. She's 4 for 4, hasn't missed a shot, hasn't missed a free throw. And now BYU leads by 17, 37-20. The Cougars have pushed that lead now to 19 at 46-27. Brenna Chase Drollinger not far behind her guard teammate who has 12 points, and Drollinger dropped in a big-time three-point field goal. So the layup is good. Drollinger, as she released the basketball to her right, Moody was pushed down. So the Cougars score the two and get the basketball. Now here's Brenna Drollinger for three from the left wing, a five-point possession for the Cougars. We saw that against Utah Valley last week, a similar scenario. A five-point play for the Second straight game for BYU. Not often you have one of those uh, in a month, let alone in back-to-back games, but yet BYU taking advantage. And the Cougars also playing some defense. Sarah Hampson, one of the country's leading shot blockers, had two blocked shots in the first half. The second resulted in this. Marquez sent it back into the corner. There's a blocked shot from Hampson. 
on Sydney Lewis trying to drive inside. Sarah Hampson with her first block shot, one of the top shot blockers in the country. Albiero in transition, knocks down a three from the left wing. So BYU's defense and Hampson result in BYU on the break and a wide open three for Maria Albiero. It's 8-3 BYU, 5.25 to play in the opening quarter. BYU up 46-27 at the break. Looking to end San Jose State's winning streak. The Spartans came into this game looking for their first consecutive four-game win streaks in an individual season since 1981. They have a good basketball team, but are certainly missing their star point guard, Asiana Basalo, who is averaging 21 points a game and six assists. She can wheel and deal absolutely, and it has played a major factor in BYU being able to jump out to a 19-point lead here at the break. We'll take one more short timeout and come back with the second half. You are listening to BYU Women's Basketball live from Maui in Hawaii on the new skin BYU Sports Network. The first 20 minutes are complete. The second half is about to begin. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We are live from the Lahaina Civic Center in Maui at the Maui Gym Maui Classic, hosted by Oregon State. Halftime, game number one of this tournament. BYU leading San Jose State 46-27. I'm Spencer Linton. Great to have you with us on the BYU Radio app and the BYU Cougars app, streaming worldwide. BYU shot 54% in the first half, seven made three-pointers on 14 attempts and have jumped out all over San Jose State. The Spartans, if you're just joining us, playing without their leading scorer, Asiana Basalo, 21 points a game, six assists. She's out with a sprained ankle that she unfortunately suffered against Laverne, a Division Three school, and the game was well in hand. So, again, really unfortunate circumstances for San Jose State. Eight and three this season coming into the Maui Gym Maui Classic. BYU at four and four, but the Cougars have really controlled from the the start of this game to halftime. Final seconds of the halftime break ticking off. The Cougars will start with the same starting five to open up the game. Maria Albiero at point guard. Paisley Johnson leading all scores of 17 points. She'll take the wing position along with Brenna Drollinger on the other side. Sarah Hampson and Chalet Salmon are the bigs for the Cougars. San Jose State will counter with Razia Potter. Danae Marquez on the guard line. Hafoka as well and the post. Tyra Whitehead and Megan Anderson. BYU Sarah Hampson controls at the free throw line. She'll kick left side to Maria Albiero from the wing for three. That no good. Rebounded by Marquez. Quickly pushed up the floor across half court. Marquez bounces to her left one time to Hafoka. Entry pass to Whitehead who opts to go back to Potter. Potter drives baseline left. Flips back to Whitehead who fading away from 10 feet. Able to grace the front of the rim but not connect. BYU basketball. Third quarter. And the Cougars with their second possession of the second half. Albiero isolated at the right wing. Will skip that ball to the left wing to Chalet Salmon. She'll hand off to Drollinger at the point. Now left side to Paisley Johnson. Albiero flashing to the left elbow. Shot goes up. No good. Offensive rebound by Salmon. Brings it down. And on her back is Hafoka. Chalet Salmon is fouled after the offensive rebound. First team foul of the half and quarter, rather, 
on San Jose State. It'll be BYU basketball inbounding baseline right. Maria Albiero to take the inbound. She's got Hampson and Salmon on the right block right in front of her. BYU will run Drawlinger off a double screen. She's picked up by Hafoka in a zone defense. She'll cycle it to Paisley Johnson. Left wing off the high screen from Hampson. Johnson goes back out to Albiero, who's taken her spot at the left wing. Drawlinger from the point, fakes a three, drives inside. Strip, but Hampson has it. It'll go back to Albiero in the left corner. With three seconds on the shot clock, Albiero throws up a reverse layup, but she stepped out of bounds. Turnover BYU, the Cougars' 10th turnover of the game. Marquez. Isolated and picks up her dribble at the point. Goes to her right to Hafoka. Potter trapped in the corner. Will get it back from Marquez after she found the outlet. Misses a three. Rebounded by Drollinger. Will patiently take that dribble in between half court and the three-point line. Now move towards the left wing. She has Salmon, the left elbow, who dribbles to the right elbow, now picks up her dribble back out to Paisley Johnson, 25 feet away. Johnson dribbles to the right junction. Has Drollinger, deep three from the left wing, missed front rim. Hafoka has the rebound and is looking to run. Two on three for San Jose State. Hafoka will get it back from Anderson. She'll drive towards the right baseline, picked up by Hampson, cut off, nowhere to go. Drollinger's hand got in the passing lane near Steele, but it ends up with Marquez. Still looking for the first points of the half from either team. We're over two minutes into the third quarter. Anderson holding. Hafoka flashing towards that left corner. will dribble out to the left wing. Here's Potter with two seconds on the shot clock. Potter with one. A little floater in the lane to beat the shot clock. Misses no good. And BYU another defensive rebound. Paisley Johnson right wing has Salmon flashing wide open in the post. And Chalet Salmon beat... Tyra Whitehead down the floor and everybody else for that matter and BYU will probably not have an easier two points than that for the remainder of the game. 48-27 the game high lead has been extended to 21. Here is Potter holding defended by Paisley Johnson left wing. She'll skip that ball to the right wing. Marquez driving around Salmon baseline. She tried to flip it underneath the Whitehead. That pass is knocked down and stolen by Sarah Hampson. BYU on the break now. Up the left sideline, Maria Albiero with the yo-yo dribble. Has Johnson straight away 25 feet. Swung to Drollinger, and now Johnson will get it back on a swing pass. And Paisley Johnson dribbles inside. No good. Hampson had the offensive rebound for a moment. The ball was swatted out of her hands. San Jose State and Hafoka on the break. Hafoka. Her layup is missed, and she comes up grimacing, grabbing her lower back. Paisley Johnson loses the dribble. Sloppy basketball for the last 30 seconds. Another turnover, the 11th for BYU. And San Jose State has the ball back. Potter from Hafoka around Sarah Hampson. Tough, driving, weaving layup. And Potter uses the rim to protect Hampson's shot-blocking ability to score it on the right side. Whistle blows. And there will be some substitutions. Now there's a question about the game clock at the scores table from the officials. They've got that worked out. 48-29 BYU leading by 19. Oregon State and Northern Arizona will play the nightcap game here 30 minutes after the conclusion of this opening game. The fourth-ranked Beavers, undefeated 9-0, have a great following. They are the host team of this tournament at the Lahaina Civic Center. They'll take on the Lumberjacks, and tomorrow, BYU and Oregon State, really the feature game 
of this tournament. Kaylee Smiler's bounce pass is stolen and results in a breakaway layup for Sydney Lewis. Sydney Lewis, the six-foot junior out of Long Beach, with a steal for San Jose State and finish on the other end. That cuts the BYU lead, which is as many as 21 this half to 17. Brenna Drollinger bouncing inside. Beautiful pass. Babalu Ugu missed the wide-open layup from the left side. Rebounded by the Spartans. Drollinger with a bounce pass between two defenders. Wide-open layup. No good for the Cougars. Now Lewis on the other end with a three-point make. So Sydney Lewis with a steal and finish. The Cougars can't convert on a layup. And now the Spartans with Lewis connect on a three. It's 48-34. Drollinger working off the high screen of Salmon at the point. As Babalu Ugu left baseline for a 15-foot jumper. That's no good. Rebounded by Tyra Whitehead. And she has her point guard, Mar- point guard rather Marquez, across midcourt. Marquez to Potter. Driving right at Chalet Salmon. Creating some contact. Left-handed layup is no good. But Potter earns another trip to the free throw line. It is a 7 to nothing run for San Jose State over the last 1 minute, 22 seconds. Three quick field goals. And the BYU lead of once 21 is down to 14, potentially 13 or even 12 if Potter can make both of these free throws. Razia Potter. First free throw up and good. It's an 8 to nothing run now. BYU has not scored over the last two and a half minutes. In fact, the Cougars have only scored two points in the first five minutes of the third quarter. This after scoring 46 points in the first half. Potter for another. That one's back rim, no good. So the BYU lead will stay at 13. And then Potter picks up a cheap foul reaching on Albiero who is boxing out Potter after the missed free throw. Five minutes even to play in the third quarter. BYU leading 48-35. The Cougars had a 19-point advantage at the break, led by 21 here, but it's down to 13 thanks to an 8-0 San Jose State run. You're listening to BYU Women's Basketball live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Spencer Linton. Live from Maui, BYU women's basketball leading San Jose State 48-35. We are right at the halfway point of the third quarter, five minutes even to play. BYU led 46-27 at the break, but have been outscored here in the second half thus far. 10-2, including an 8-0 run for San Jose State over the last minute and a half. Spartans have connected on... Three straight field goals. Brenna Drollinger and BYU out of the timeout. She's got an eight-footer wide open that she shoots long and misses, but another offensive rebound for Chalet Salmon and BYU. Albiero goes to Johnson, Paisley Johnson. Picks up her dribble at the left wing, has Drollinger straight away, now cycled to Albiero right wing. Entry pass to Jasmine Moody, turning with her left hand, and Moody doesn't get the friendly bounce, but does earn a trip to the free throw line. Jasmine Moody. Again, playing in her first game. Dealing with plantar fasciitis. First game since November 14th, I should say, against Texas A&M Kingsville. Good to have her back after missing more than a month of play. And Moody, in and out on the first free throw, will have one more. BYU trying to end an 8 to nothing run 
by San Jose State, and they do that with the second free throw from Moody. 49-35, BYU still in control, up 14. Here is Marquez. Here's Sydney Lewis now to her left, and Lewis is carrying the Spartans here in the second half. Sydney Lewis right between the straightaway point and the left wing three-point line area knocks down a second three in about a two-minute span, and Lewis has... 12 points to lead the Spartans. It's an 11-point game. She'll lay Salmon after the ball was cycled around the perimeter. Has Salmon posted up with good position on the left block, and Salmon scores an easy layup. BYU up 51-38. She'll lay Salmon now with six points on three of three shooting. She also has three offensive rebounds. Back down the other side, BYU's defense retreating in a hurry. As the Spartans, not surprising, will look to push. It's what they do. Had the ball knocked out of bounds, though, inbound sideline right. It's into Marquez. She dribbles to the point. Left wing now for Courtesy Clark. Back to Marquez, who now directs traffic and dribbles to the right wing. She's calling for a high screen. She'll get it from Lewis. No, it will be cycled, rather. Instead, to Clark, who misses a three-pointer, and the defensive rebound is tracked down by BYU's Paisley Johnson. Albiero to her left as Johnson makes her way back down to the BYU offensive side of the floor. The Cougars moving left to right this half. San Jose State right to left. The Spartans in those blue jerseys, yellow accents, BYU in all whites. And a foul away from the ball as the Cougars were moving the ball along the perimeter inside the post. Too much activity down there. And that will be called, I believe, on Chalet Salmon. We'll confirm that in just a moment. BYU, meanwhile, leads 51-38. 3.17 to play in the third quarter. They have now changed that from a foul call to a turnover on Paisley Johnson, saying that she traveled, so not a foul. Three minutes to play. San Jose State looking to get even closer to BYU and try and get within 10. Their three from the right corner is missed and no good. Drawlinger for BYU across midcourt. Picked up by Marquez. At the points. Drawlinger to the left. Another beautiful pass inside to Chalet Salmon, and the Cougars are starting to find a rhythm with their 6 2 power forward out of New Zealand. Chalet Salmon has eight points, and she's four for four from the field. It helps when you're shooting primarily layups. 53 38, 233 to play in the third quarter. Skip pass to courtesy Clark from Marquez to the left wing. Nothing there. She tried to drive inside, flipped back, and now Marquez again straight away, three point area. Lewis. Probably should have taken a somewhat open three the way she's been shooting the ball. She drove inside, had the ball knocked down and stolen. And on the break, Jasmine Moody ahead from Brenna Chase Drollinger. Transition defense for San Jose State has been a serious problem. And the Cougars again take advantage. Back out to a 17-point BYU lead, 55-38, 2 to play. And a timeout here at the Lahaina Civic Center. The Cougars shooting... Nearly 50%, a little bit of a slow start to the third quarter, but BYU taking advantage of the Spartan turnovers. We'll take the break with them as the Spartans try and recollect. You're listening to BYU Women's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 2-12 to play in the third quarter. BYU leading San Jose State 55-38. Opening game of the Maui Jim Maui Classic at the Lahaina Civic Center. Great to have you with us. Streaming on BYU Radio and on the BYU Cougars app. Cougars led by 19 at the break. Pushed to 21. It got down to as 
few was 11, and then BYU went on a 6 to nothing run over the last 1 minute, 51 seconds to push it back out to the 55-38 game we have now. Marquez in San Jose State with the basketball. Her bullet pass inside is tipped, knocked around, and last touched by a Spartan. So there is a turnover from San Jose State out of the break there, ninth of the game, and it'll be BYU basketball. Drollinger across the timeline. Spinning, has the ball knocked away for a moment by Marquez. Collects it back, and Marquez with those quick hands, just pesky defending, taps it away again, and the Spartans have another still. BYU with 14 turnovers in the game. Good ball movement, and Marquez open three right corner, cannot connect. And the shooting woes from distance continue for the Spartans, now just 3 of 17 from the perimeter. But an offensive rebound will give Whitehead an open jumper at the free throw line. That's no good. And Chalet Salmon has another rebound for BYU. Salmon with 7 rebounds and 8 points working on that double-double. Maria Albiero defended near midcourt by Marquez. Albiero trying to go off the screen of Johnson. Marquez right with her. Paisley Johnson has had a relatively quiet second half after 17 first half points. Chalet Salmon, however, her teammate, has had a very nice third quarter and continues to take advantage of open layups in the post thanks to that guard penetration from BYU. 57-38. Salmon now into double figures with 10 points. Layup is missed on the other side by Sidney Lewis. Spartans moving the ball well, but they have missed a number of point-blank Layups. Albiero, left-handed dribble between half court and the three-point line. Marquez, again, out there playing aggressively and a foul away from the ball as Jasmine Moody for BYU and courtesy Clark of San Jose State are tangled up. That is the fourth team foul on San Jose State. One more and BYU will be in the bonus, but not really much of an effect here as we are under a minute to play in the third quarter. 34 seconds, rather, on the game clock. 14 on the shot clock for BYU. Albiero hands off to Drollinger, driving just inside the free throw line to the right. Flips back to Moody, left wing. Albiero wanted Hampson inside. Miscommunication, and it's thrown right to Potter for San Jose State. 16 seconds to play in the third quarter. Potter! Underneath, and there was a block shot by Hampson on Lewis. Lewis was open for a moment, but she dropped the ball, had to gather it, and that allowed Hampson to recover and get her third shot block of the game. Drollinger now with two and one, throws up a wild three at the buzzer, nearly goes in. It rims off, and BYU will hold on to that 19-point lead that they created at halftime and take it into the fourth quarter, 57-38. A relatively slow quarter for the Cougars after they put up 46 in the first half. Just 11 points, but BYU again maintains their 19-point lead. We'll take a break and go to the fourth quarter right after this on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now here's your host, Spencer Linton. The fourth quarter begins in... Lahaina at the Civic Center, and it begins with a three-point make. Left corner from Megan Anderson for San Jose State to cut the BYU lead to 16. Just the fourth three-point make for the Spartans in this game on 18 attempts. Meanwhile, BYU from three, seven of 16. Albiero trying to score, does not. Hampson with an offensive rebound for BYU, and Sarah Hampson is fouled on the putback attempt. She'll go to the free-throw line looking for her first points from the charity stripe tonight. Hampson, two points, four rebounds, three blocks. 
in about 12 minutes of play. Sarah Hampson's first free throw is up and short. 35 seconds into the fourth quarter. BYU still in control, up 16. Hampson with one more, looking to give BYU a 17-point lead, and she does. Substitutions after that second free throw make. For San Jose State, it will be Sydney Lewis who really carried the Spartans in that third quarter with a couple of three-pointers. Here's Potter to Danae Marquez, bouncing inside to Lewis. Hampson on her back. Nothing there, as is often the case, trying to go against Hampson at six feet seven inches. Lewis over the head of Potter and out of bounds. The ball right into my hands just across midcourt where BYU will inbound with nine minutes even to play in the game. 58-41. Maria Albiero picked up by Potter near midcourt. We'll go to her right, Leilani Otuafi. Otuafi looking inside to Jasmine Moody. And Moody, some physical play, matched up against Sidney Lewis, and they'll get Lewis for the personal foul. Two quick team fouls on San Jose State to open up the fourth quarter. BYU inbounding baseline right Otuafi and for a moment I thought it was going to be a five second call she was looking to get it in but Jeff Judkins calls a timeout just before BYU turns it over and we'll stay here quick timeout from BYU the Cougars up 58-41 8.53 to play in the game if you're just joining us some storylines to be aware of this is a very good san jose state team eight and three coming in but they are playing without one of the best scorers in the country asiana basalo averaging 21 points and six assists per game has already received five different weekly awards this season she was named the college sports madness high major player of the week on december 9th so just a little over a week ago after leading the spartans to a couple of Big victories to tip off conference play. She also earned back-to-back Mountain West Player of the Week awards from the conference in late November and early December. On the Spartan side, they feature also Fiamea Hafoka, who is making history here, stepping on the floor tonight for San Jose State against BYU and becoming the first ever Maui native to play a Division I women's basketball game on the island. So to celebrate the cause... She has over 100 people, family, friends, supporters, watching her where she starred in high school. Hafoka has not had the shooting performance that she would have hoped for tonight thus far, but she has done some nice things defensively and created some BYU turnovers. So between Basalo not playing and Hafoka being the center of attention for San Jose State here in Maui, BYU has almost quietly worked out to a 17-point lead, 58-41, Led by Paisley Johnson, 17 points. She scored them all in the first half. She's 5 of 7 shooting, including 3 of 3 from the three-point line. She's played 28 minutes, has had limited breaks, and now we are back from the timeout. It'll be BYU basketball inbounding baseline right. Otuafi to do it. She's joined by Jasmine Moody. Maria Albiero, Sarah Hampson, and Paisley Johnson. Otuafi from the baseline right has Albiero at the right wing who will dribble near midcourt straight away. Picked up by Potter, bounces one time to her left to Paisley Johnson near the left wing. Johnson holding, defended by Marquez. She'll now dribble to the right into the lane. 
Sarah Hampson fakes a 17-footer, goes back to Albiero, cycled to Otuapi, and back to Johnson with three on the shot clock from the wing. Paisley Johnson with one on the shot clock from three. And that does not hit the rim, so the shot clock will expire, and it'll be Spartans basketball. Razia Potter to Marquez on the right wing. No look, bounce inside. Whitehead fading away. That shot is long and hits off the backboard. Grabbed by BYU. Paisley Johnson up the left sideline into the paint. Flips over to Hampson. Hampson's hand's not ready. She thought Johnson was going to shoot it. And Johnson ended up throwing that ball up the left shoulder of Hampson out of bounds. For the Cougars, 16th make it 17th turnover of the game couple of substitutions for BYU after that latest turnover. Jasmine Moody and Albiero will make their way to the BYU bench. Replaced by Molly Perry and Brenna Drollinger. Three-pointer from Marquez is missed back rim. Offensive rebound, Whitehead back to Potter. Potter driving inside into three different Cougars. Molly Perry, again, who just checked in for BYU, deflects that ball out of bounds it'll stay with the spartans 16 seconds on the shot clock eight minutes to play byu in control 58 41 megan anderson takes the pass from the baseline left to whitehead swung to marquez now potter inside there's another block shot from sarah hampson she's got four Sarah Hansen with four block shots. Drollinger controlling for BYU with the yo-yo dribble. To her left, Molly Perry. Entry pass. Hampson with a beautiful seal on the left block. Had Whitehead on her back, turning and scoring easily. Sarah Hampson now with five points for BYU to go with her four blocks. 60-41 to 41 BYU. Whitehead trying to pay it right back. Lucky she wasn't called for a hook with that right elbow, but she got around Hampson in the post and able to lay it up gingerly to get a friendly bounce. 17-point BYU lead. Brenna Drollinger gets all the way to the hoop. Reverse layup with the right hand on the left side. Not an easy finish, but just where is the post defense once the BYU guards get to the hoop? It's been a problem all night for San Jose State, and it continues here in the fourth quarter. Again, BYU in front by 19, 62-43. Sydney Lewis, open left wing three. She made two in the third quarter. Can't connect there, and Paisley Johnson is hit hard on the back and fouled, gathering the rebound for BYU. 6.44 to go. Sarah Hampson will be replaced by Signe Glantz, sophomore from Sweden. Glantz knocked down one of BYU's seven three-pointers in the first half for her three points. She'll inbound to Brenna Drollinger in no hurry. She calmly brings the ball up the court across the timeline now to Johnson on the right wing. Off the screen from Perry, Johnson dribbles back to the point, has Drollinger. Skip pass to Otuafi on the right wing. Now into the corner. Johnson has made her way down there. Nothing there. Back to Otuafi. Johnson will get it back and try and open three from the right corner. Paisley Johnson with her first points of the second half. They come with 6.17 to play in the fourth quarter. She's got 20 points to lead all scores. Here is Potter in San Jose State. 22-point lead for BYU. That's a game high. BYU now into a zone. Spartans trying to adjust. Potter flashing at the high post. 
Megan Anderson throws with the ball. It's knocked down, but some contact from BYU, and a foul is called. That'll go against Leilani Otuafi. Her first personal foul. Third team foul on BYU. Paisley Johnson takes a well-deserved break for BYU. And is replaced by Caden Taito. BYU still in that 2-3 zone. Potter splits the guards up front. Inside, acrobatic, up and under move. And Rosia Potter with one of the better individual plays we have seen tonight. Maybe the best individual play we've seen tonight from San Jose State as she scores off the glass and she's fouled. Three-point play opportunity for Potter. Free throw is up. No good. Rebounded by Glantz for BYU. And the Cougars stay in front by 20, 65-45. Taito off the screen from Perry. Goes to Glantz. Cycle to Brenna Drollinger. She'll dribble back up towards the point. Has Perry. And now Otuafi on the left wing again. Seth off the screen from Perry. Perry gets it back from Otuafi. She'll flip to Taito. To the left elbow. Out to Drollinger with four on the shot clock. And Brenna Drollinger lands awkwardly. And on the fast break, ball is knocked out of bounds from San Jose State. I believe it'll be BYU basketball, but Drollinger is the real concern. She landed awkwardly on her right foot. It looked like she almost rolled her ankle. Grimaced immediately in pain. And Brenna Drollinger over to the bench, sitting down. Is smiling right now, but obviously in a little bit of pain. We'll find out what's going on there. There is a steal on the pass from... Otuapi to glance and a finish by Sydney Lewis. Sydney Lewis with a team high 14 points for San Jose State. 65 47, 450 to play in the game. Albiero for BYU goes to Taito. Otuapi at the point, cycled to glance, right wing. Glance being pressured by Lewis. Glance, dribble drive around Lewis. Reverse layup is partially blocked. By Alexis Harris. Now here's Potter trying to force things at the other end. Has the ball knocked away from her by a bevy of BYU defenders that were chasing. And things getting a little bit sloppy again and out of control. Jeff Judkins has seen enough on the BYU sideline. He'll call a timeout. Stopping the clock with 422. And his Cougars in front by 18. 65-47. We'll take the break with them. The Cougars trying to lock up win number one here at the Maui Jim Maui Classic, and we're doing it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 65-47 BYU Women's Basketball with an 18-point lead over San Jose State. Opening game of the Maui Jim Maui Classic. The Cougars have largely gone to reserves now as Jeff Judkins tries to build that depth and get some meaningful minutes in for his five on the floor. The only starter for BYU still in the game is the point guard, Maria Albiero. She has the ball picked up by Potter. Albiero will dribble towards the right wing, cycled to Glance. Now to Taito, left wing. Taito to the point. Glance 
Again on the left wing, has Otuafi off the screen. Taito has made her way back around to get the ball. Picks up her dribble at the left elbow. Looking for an entry pass to Glance, who had position on the way up. Thought she was fouled. Ball goes off the underside of the basket. The backboard, rather. And it is controlled by San Jose State. We're under four to play. BYU pacing towards their fifth win of the season, trying to get back over 500. After the Cougars lost three, they beat Utah Valley and now trying to take care of San Jose State. Courtesy Clark for three left wing. That rims off no good. Offensive rebound by the Spartans. Bounced Sidney Lewis. Nice find from Kalina Obre to Sidney Lewis, who now has a team high 16 points on 7 of 11 shooting for the Spartans, and it's a 16-point BYU lead at 65-49. Maria Albiero, good head and shoulder fake, got to the rim around Potter, went away from the screen, driving left. Potter tried to recover Falder as Albiero connects with the left hand at the rim, and she'll have a free throw and an opportunity for a three-point play. Maria Albiero with five points now. Albiero. Out of Londrina, Brazil, a 5'8 junior. And Babalu Ugu will replace Caden Taito of BYU. Kaylee Smiler also into the game as Otuafi takes a seat. So Smiler, Ugu, Albiero, Molly Perry, and Signe Glance are the five on the floor for the Cougars. Free throw is up and good from Albiero, and BYU again in front by 19, 68-49. We approach the three-minute mark to play. San Jose State basketball. Obrey just delivered a nice assist. She's with Marquez on the perimeter. Obrey will get a back right wing. Now to Danae Marquez. Bounced inside quickly, back out to Obrey. Obrey again on the right wing with four on the shot clock. Looking for Marquez. Her bounce pass is too far in front of Marquez, and... A turnover by the Spartans back to the Cougars. Glance will inbound, 2.44 to play in the game. A sea of orange is showing up now in the Lahaina Civic Center to support the fourth-ranked and undefeated Oregon State Beavers next as Molly Perry spots up for three from the point for the Cougars. And BYU with their first three-point make in the second half. It comes with two and a half minutes to play in the game. 71-49, courtesy of Molly Perry. Correction on that second three-point make of the second half. Sydney Lewis has had a superlative effort for San Jose State. She tacks two on more from 17 feet away, straight away. Now 18 points. San Jose State just 36% shooting for the game. BYU... Dead even, 50% at 25 of 50 after that three-point make from Perry, and the Cougars up 20. Maria Albiero will go off the screen from Perry. She'll dribble in to a 17-foot jumper just beyond the left elbow. Cougars again in front by a game-high 22-73-51. Marquez back the other direction for San Jose. Lewis in the right elbow. She'll back out three-point line. Goes to courtesy Clark, who will dribble into a 15-footer in and out. Rebounded by Perry. Perry quickly to Albiero. Just under 90 seconds to play in the game. BYU going to move to 5-4 and four with a victory here in Maui. And again, they'll take on the fourth-ranked and currently undefeated Oregon State Beavers tomorrow live on the BYU Cougars app and BYU Radio. Signe Glance from just inside the three-point line in the left corner area. And the 
Game-high lead is extended to 24. One minute to play. 75-51, a resounding BYU victory. The Cougars taking advantage of San Jose State playing without their star point guard, Aziana Basalo. She is second in the country in total points, 21 points a game, six assists. We hope for her in San Jose State that she is back on the floor quickly. Danae Marquez will score a late jumper from 17 feet on the left wing. 75-53, rather, 44 seconds to play for BYU. Substitutions. And now they are readjusting the clock to 44.5. So they'll tack on a second more, and we are back underway. Under a minute to play in the game. BYU up 22-75-53. Albiero goes to Ugu right wing. Ugu holding. Has Glance cutting to the hoop. And Jeff Judkins wants to draw something up with his reserves on the floor to make sure that he takes advantage of every opportunity he has to try and build depth uh, for his young players. We'll keep it here. BYU coming off a 14-point win over Utah Valley. A big on the islands. The BYU men's basketball team finished third in the Maui Gym Maui Invitational over Thanksgiving beating UCLA and Virginia Tech, losing to highly ranked Kansas. And the women's basketball team will have their shot at a highly ranked foe tomorrow against Oregon State, as we've mentioned a couple of times. Albiero is double teamed near midcourt. The ball is kicked. They're going to say that Albiero kicked as she tried to split that double team near midcourt, and that will go as another turnover for BYU. 19 turnovers for the Cougars, something that Jeff Judkins has been very concerned with just Loose with the basketball, his BYU women's basketball team. The Cougars defending, and there is an open three knocked down by Kalina Obrey, who is from Honolulu. So another Hawaii native is being supported here, and you hear her family erupt in pleasure after she knocks down that three-pointer. 75-56, Obrey with a steal now. Three seconds to play in the game, but it's given right back to BYU, and the Cougars... We'll throw it down the court as time expires. BYU wins the opening game of the Maui Jim Maui Classic, 75-56. 19-point win as BYU moves to 5-4 on the season. San Jose State denied their second four-game win streak. They will drop to 8-4. And we wish our sincere get better and get healthy quickly uh, recognition to... Aziana Basalo, the point guard who is one of the top scorers in the country, she will do some great things for the Spartans when she gets back. She wanted to go tonight, tried to convince her coach that she was good enough with that ankle. She came out in the boot, and uh, it, it was clear that she was going to be doubtful and not play. But she will have one more chance to play on the islands tomorrow against Northern Arizona. The Lumberjacks are taking the floor now as they get ready to try and do something that no team in the country has done, and that is beat a very, very good and physical and big Oregon State team, 9-0, number four in the latest coaches poll and media poll. And you better believe that the BYU Cougars as a team and coaching staff will be watching the Beavers very closely as they get ready for tomorrow. 
If you're just joining us, BYU women's basketball just wrapped up their fifth one of the season, 75-56 over San Jose State. I'm Spencer Linton flying solo here at the Lahaina Civic Center, home to the Oregon State-hosted Maui Jim Maui Classic. BYU obviously with several ties, the BYU-Hawaii campus on Oahu in Laie. So some locals supporting the Cougars have made their way over to Maui. And uh, it's not very hard to convince your families to come out to the islands just before Christmas to watch some really good basketball. Oregon State now takes the floor, and they are welcomed with that sea of orange. Jeff Judkins, the head basketball coach for BYU, will join me in just a few moments. We'll have one of the Cougar players join us as well. Juddy spoke with him before the game, and he was very quick to point out that his team... Has had their struggles taking care of the ball. 19 make it 20 turnovers. That has just been adjusted. 20 turnovers for BYU in spite of a 19-point win over San Jose State. BYU does have three players finish in double figures. Paisley Johnson, Brenna Chase Drollinger, and Chalet Salmon all get in to double figures. Johnson leading the way with 20 points. Drollinger had a game-high eight rebounds and seven assists. So Drollinger was... Near the end of the game, flirting with that triple-double. BYU finishes, making their final four shots to close out a game that they controlled at halftime. They led 46-27 at the break. And finish it out, slowing, or scoring rather, slowed down a bit for both sides in the second 20 minutes. But BYU able to trade buckets, essentially, with the Spartans and finish with a resounding win. We'll take a timeout and come back with Jeff Judkins, the head coach of BYU women's basketball, and get Paisley Johnson on as well to discuss the Cougars' opening victory of the Maui Jim Maui Classic. You're listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now here's your host, Spencer Linton. game of the Maui Jim Maui Classic 75-56 over San Jose State. The Cougars shoot over 50%, 27-52 as a team. Good for 52%. 9 for 19 from the three-point line. So the BYU hot three-point shooting that they picked up really with Utah Valley continued over to the islands and the Cougars have now won two straight to get back to over 500. 5-4 on the season. San Jose State drops to 8-4. The Spartans team playing without one of the top scorers in the country in Asiana Basalo. And BYU clearly taking advantage of that in this 19-point victory. We'll hear from the BYU head coach Jeff Judkins in just a few minutes. For now, let's recap some of the highlights of the game. Paisley Johnson led all scorers with 20 points for BYU. She scored 17 in the first half. Her guard teammate, Brenna Chase Drollinger, also in double figures with 14 points eight rebounds and seven assists so BYU and Drollinger flirting with that triple double line the one thing that BYU is going to need to figure out is how to slow down the turnovers another game with too many turnovers for BYU their desired mark is right around 12 or 14 BYU finishes with 20 giveaways the Cougars do dominate in the point in the paint rather they made 15 layups so accompanied by the nine three-pointers, and the Cougars getting it done inside out. Now, in front of me right now at the Lahaina Civic Center are Oregon State and Northern Arizona. 
warming up for the nightcap on day one of this Maui Classic. Oregon State a heavy favorite over the Lumberjacks. They are the fourth-ranked team in the country and enter this tournament that they host at 9-0. There is a sea of orange in front of me dominating the stands in the Lahaina Civic Center. And Jeff Judkins, the BYU head basketball coach on the women's side, has made his way. He is uh, getting set up next to me just to my right to discuss BYU's 19-point win over the Spartans and the Cougars' second win in a row to get back over that uh, 500 mark. Juddy, first of all, uh, congratulations. Great to be with you on BYU Radio and the BYU Cougars app as your team opens up the Maui Classic with the win. Uh, First of all, let's just get your overall thoughts, especially on uh, your guards play, Paisley Johnson and Brennan Shea Strollinger. Well, I I, I thought tonight the difference of this game tonight was our zone. It was really active. We made them have to shoot more jumpers, pull-ups, than they're, they're used to. They like to drive it, Spencer, and try to go all the way and spread you out. Thought we did a really good job with that. And, um, you know, they run a kind of a junk defense. It's hard. Um, we kind of struggled a little bit with it. And then I started running more man stuff. And I think that kind of opened it up a little bit better. I, I think sometimes that junk defense, you seem to stand and not move. Um, I, I thought we could do that against as I watched it. But whatever reason, we just couldn't do that as well. So we went more of our man offense against it. We p- tried to post up our bigs and make it a little bit um, but I, I thought Brenna played an outstanding game and, I, and Paisley, I mean Paisley came in and hit some big shots and um, it's hard, you know Paisley, Paisley I think right now is our most consistent shooter and um, but she gets everybody chasing her and so she has to kind of do more things sometimes and I think she really feels comfortable but she'll get, she'll get there, you know we just got to keep working on it uh, you win by 19 points against the San Jose State team that's playing without their star guard, Asiana Basalo, and she's one of the top scorers in the country. And you immediately said to me, it, it, it's just fortunate that she's not playing because yeah. she's such a good player. How did that change things uh, defensively for you, knowing that uh, you didn't have 21 points and six assists on the other side? Well, she she is the one that penetrates the most. And they had to, they had to move um, zero to the point guard where she's not as, as comfortable. I can't remember that girl's Potter, name. Potter, yeah. Um, and I think that fouled it up. But I, I'm going to throw it at you, too, though. I missed my best player, too, on the bench. <laughs> yeah, no question. And, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'll take Shaley over that kid any time. I mean, Shaley would have torn these guys apart in that zone. I mean, she would have penetrated and kicked it and got in there. So, you know, it's bad to say I'm sorry for you, but, you know, we, we lost the best player, not just on our team, but probably one of the best players in the league. But tonight, I'll tell you tonight, which we haven't had for a month, is when those bigs were sluggish at the first, I subbed. And Jasmine came in and gave us physicality, gave us smarts, gave us experience, and really, I I think, gave us a lift in that point when we needed it. Well, I haven't had that. I mean, Babalu comes in and she's a scoring machine, but she doesn't have the experience that Jazz has. And Jazz Zoltz has a seal. You know, she got two layups in that in that zone where Babalu didn't get them at all. And the reason is that Jasmine knows how to move because she's been here. And hopefully, hopefully Bob will learn it. And she will. If she does, she's going to be a really, really good player. And uh, but, I, but I thought that was a big key. I thought the other key tonight was, um, you know, I, I, I think Chalet has learned a lot. She had a tough first half dribbling the ball because they let her dribble and they kind of covered 
in the second half, she took it more taking it at him and not so much dribbling. And she wouldn't have done that as a, last year. She's learned. She's learned what she needs to do. And um, she needs to be a force in there. She's the one that gives us that inside presence and force. And um, I've got to get Sarah. School's done. Sarah, people don't realize, Sarah takes so many hard classes. She is absolutely worn out. I've got to get her back where she's not so so intense and stressed out and because she can be a factor with her with her passing and with her flashing and making some play for us well, sarah hampson uh played a nice second half she had four big blocks helped uh, byu get on the run and i just want to bring up uh, of all the players you mentioned chalet salmon very balanced effort 10 points eight rebounds we already mentioned the four blocks from sarah hampson she scored five points and Jasmine Moody playing in her first game since November 14th. Yeah, uh, that's a fact that's lost on many people. She she's been out for a while, so yeah. for her to come out here in Hawaii and give you a lift was a big big confidence boost for you and for her. I personally. think I think so. I think it was good. I didn't want to play her as much as I had to tonight, but I wanted to win, you know. And I told her before the game, I said, Jasmine, I don't know how I'm going to play you. But I like to save you for Oregon State, but I'm going to win. I'm going to try to win this game. That's why I left her in there. BYU women's basketball head coach Jeff Judkins with us. BYU defeats San Jose State 75-56. The Cougars move to 5-4. San Jose State drops to 8-4. 9 of 19 shooting from the three-point line. What have your girls figured out from beyond the arc over the last few games to help you get on this little mini win streak? Well, I think hard work. I mean, I, I challenged them to get in the gym and start shooting more. I think they did it. It's hard. People don't realize how hard it is to be a student athlete with that because here they are trying to go to class, get their finals, get their papers done, plus practice, plus a social life, or at least having some way from basketball. And they don't have time like an NBA guy can just go shoot. When and when can they do it? They got class all day long, and then they got practice, and they got to go back to class. So I just told them we could try to get more shots. I did more shots in practice, more than normal. Um, trying to get them down and then the other part of it is it's the mental part of it Spence it's it's telling them that they're, they can make it and, and and have them really believe that Paisley Johnson clearly believed that especially in the first <laughs> half I think she missed one shot 17 points what did that do for your team because we're talking about a team and you brought it up you're playing without Shayla Gonzalez she's one of the best players not just, not just in the West Coast Conference I think she's one of the better point guards in the entire country right, right. now and uh, clearly, who's part? But what what does Paisley Johnson starting quick do for your team, knowing that uh, you don't you're not able to rely on Shaley? Well, I think Paisley's shooting the best of anybody right now. When she's open, she's hitting shots, um, and I think by her hitting those and opening it up, it makes it a lot better for Brenna, for Shaley, for Maria. You know, I, I I think Maria is playing a lot better right now. She's more confident in what she's doing. And I think um, with her hitting some shots and getting some baskets for us, like the drive she made at the end of the game, her pull-up, a couple of three that she hit early, um, she can do that for us, and we get that uh, defense spread out. We can we can be effective. Now, I know that the 20 turnovers are a concern for you, so how do you start to shore some of that up and, and get your team to take better care of the basketball? I mean, you win by 19, so it's nice to learn through winning dominantly, uh, but I, think, I, I know you're concerned about the turnovers. I think some of the turnovers were turnovers that players weren't sure where they're supposed to be, and so they throw a pass not knowing where they're going. Um that defense does that. They change it a lot, and so you get you off. You know, it's kind of like 
it's kind of like you got a hot potato in your hand and you're trying to get rid of it fast and you don't think where people are. Um, but I thought most part we did a decent job. We had spurts where, like right before half, we went four minutes without a turnover. That was a big part. And we just have to do that. We can't turn it over against. But they, they, they make teams do that, and we, we kind of knew it was going to be like that. Coach, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I think we should do this every year. You, you cool if I come out here with you? Yeah, we got we got to get that tournament back to the North Shore. <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun for your team. It's a lot of fun for fans. And I, I got to talk Mark Pope, see if we can do it, both of us. Maybe get a North Shore tournament, boys and, and girls, and try to get some good teams and have some fun. All right, well, we'll probably should get a GoFundMe starter for that as well. That's right. I hear you. <laughs> Jeff Judkins, the BYU women's basketball coach, with us as the Cougars win 75-56. Now, before you go, Coach, uh, we're watching Oregon State and Northern Arizona warm up. You're not going to take on the Lumberjacks, but you very much will take on the fourth-ranked and undefeated Oregon State Beavers tomorrow night. Uh, You're watching them closely. What are they going to bring to the court tomorrow that's going to really give you the most concern? They're, They're very good defensively. Their assistant coach was one of my coaches, Jonas Chatterton. He learned from me, he learned from Rick Majerus, he learned from Tommy Connor, and he was a very, very good coach. He's a very good defensive coach. Uh, I, I really think Oregon State is one of the best defensive teams in the country, and um, that's why they win. They're not the flashiest team, but they win because they defend, and they're physical, and they, and they do execute their stuff. Scott does a great job with his offense. He takes His, his offense is he tacks the weakest link defensively. And he has the players to do that. You see them, they got size. I mean, they're big, uh, not just at the post, but they're big at the guard line. And so we have to do a good job of really executing and hopefully cause some problems where they don't help or get in the wrong position and we get some shots. What kind of a mentality do your girls take into a game knowing that on paper you're not supposed to win? Oregon State's supposed to dominate this tournament. This is the tournament they host. they got a lot of orangers. So what kind of mentality... Can your girls take in that uh, you can use as an advantage? I think our advantage is is that we're probably, of the teams they've played so far, we're the biggest team that they're going to play. They play. And so they're not going to push us around in the post like they have with other teams. Secondly, uh, their best player and our best player are very similar. They're both tough, gutsy, can shoot, can drive, can do all the, all the dirty work. And so that'll be a great matchup between those two because both of them play very similar. The second part is their point guard's really good, and I think Brenda's going to have her hands full with her. She was the top point guard coming out of the country when she came out of high school. She went to Maryland, didn't like it, came to Oregon State. She's a really good player. We're going to have to do a good job on her. And, and they are a very good shoot, three-point shooting team. They, they rely on penetration and draw and kick, and so we have to do a good job of closing out to them and not giving them easy shots. Well, we're looking forward to a late tip-off tomorrow. It'll be 12.30 on the East Coast, 9.30 p.m. Pacific, and 7.30 Hawaii time, live on BYU Radio, the BYU Cougars app. Coach Judkins, congratulations on another win. Thanks, Spencer. Five and four, great to be with you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow night. Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate your your support, everybody. You got Fun. it. Thank All right, you. Juddie's here in Hawaii. And uh, I'm Juddy's buddy tonight, so we'll, we'll just keep it at that. BYU wins 75-56. Oregon State, Northern Arizona coming up right after uh, we get off the air. And we'll take one more break, come back with final thoughts from the Lahaina Civic Center 
You're listening to BYU Women's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU just defeating San Jose State 75-56. 19-point win for the Cougars. And Northern Arizona and Santa, rather Oregon State about to line it up for game two of the Maui Jim Maui Classic. They are currently in a moment of silence, which I was not going to interrupt. As Oregon State was remembering someone close to the program that was just lost. And now the host team with a sea of orange ramping things up for their first and opening game, BYU and Oregon State tomorrow. Joining joining me now courtside is Paisley Johnson. Paisley, congratulations on a 20-point win, or excuse me, a 19-point win, 20 points for you. Um, We're uh, going to kind of listen to the uh, national anthem here and, and talk through this but with hands over heart um how'd you feel about the overall performance from your team oh i was so proud of us we we took care of business and we just had a good time a fun time while doing it it was awesome 17 points for you in the first half um at what point did you realize this is going to be a good half for me <laughs> um i think just when things started started hitting like we were able to get open uh get the open shot just with passing it an extra ball and so my teammates found me on open shots and it just went in it was just I love this gym <laughs> I love shooting at this gym why is it that you love shooting in this gym specifically I don't know the rims are soft we're in Hawaii I've never been here and I'm like in such a good mood all the time I love it it is hard to be in a bad mood when you're, <laughs> when you're in Maui yeah um, you do get Oregon State tomorrow night so um how how really how long can you enjoy that uh, dominant victory over San Jose State before you start really focusing on what the Beavers are going to bring as the fourth ranked team in the country? Right as this tip off comes up, we're going to watch the first half and see what we can do to attack them tomorrow and defend them. And it's business once the tip off happens. Why does a team like Oregon State not intimidate you? Oh, because we have we match up perfectly with them. We have shooters, we have posts, we have in and out everything. It's a matchup that's perfect. Paisley Johnson with the Sun, the BYU women's basketball postgame report on the BYU Sports Network. Oregon State, Northern Arizona just about to tip off here in game number two. Paisley, without Shaley Gonzalez on the floor, it's understandable that you feel like you need to fill more of a role. <laughs> you and Brenda Chase, Drollinger, and even Maria Albiero. So how has that affected the dynamic of the team and, and what you're doing and, and how are maybe you getting better for it? Yeah, so it's definitely a different um, different type of play for me because I've never been the person to kind of having to create my own shot. I usually get open by my teammates, and so it's definitely been a different um, type of basketball game for myself. I've had to learn how to play that way and kind of adjust to it, and it, I'm getting better because of it. All of us are. You've got family here. What's it like to play in this tournament and uh, have family on vacation? How do you balance that <laughs> dynamic? Yeah, my parents are pretty nice about understanding that when it's basketball time, it's basketball time, but when it's playtime, it's playtime. So they're great, great parents for um, me to have as basketball supporters, and it, they're just awesome. 
they're they're here to support all the girls, have us have all fun, and just cheer for us as loud as they can. And I know you're close with Connor Harding. You watched him play uh, here <laughs> over Thanksgiving in the Maui Invitational and BYU men's basketball. Do uh, a really nice job finishing third in that tournament. What, what's the relationship like between you two when you are away from each other? And, and does basketball come up? Do you give each other pointers or do you stay away from that? <laughs> no, I think we support each other very well. Um, he he knows the basketball game just like I do. And um, when we first started dating, he was kind of surprised how much I knew. And that it kind of shocked him. But he's I've been able to help him and support him. And he's been able to help me and support me like He's my biggest fan besides my parents, and um, he's always there to su- support me and lift me up, but also be critical and, like, help me understand. That's the relationship we have. Like, I'm going to give him my all, and he'll give me my all, and that's how it's going to be. What kind of critiques are you giving Connor Harding? <laughs> well, he's playing pretty well right now. He's <laughs> such a team player. One thing that I would tell him, though, that I've told him before is when he shoots the three, when he's feeling himself, he needs to make sure to follow through. That was, that's what happens to me, too. Sometimes I start feeling myself, and I just, like, quickly shoot it up there. But we tell each other, like, hey, just hold that follow through. Keep it simple. <laughs> we know how to shoot it. We're shooting well. Take it from Coach Johnson, <laughs> who scored 20 points tonight. BYU with a 19-point win over San Jose State. Uh, I know that losing streaks are tough to go through. You dropped three straight. Uh, what did you learn in that three-game losing streak to help you turn things around recently? Um, well, you can learn everything from a loss. Losses are the perfect time to um, pick up what you need to and improve what you got to. And I mean, we had to we had to figure out where we're going to get the open ball, how we're going to shoot the ball better, how we're going to get it into the post and not uh, not turn it over as much. Like as as sucky and as heartbreaking it is to lose and then lose three in a row. You just have to learn from it. You have to let it go and just learn from it and continue to grow as a team. The team ball is very important to BYU, and, like, that's how we're going to win. That's how we won tonight. I know in a lot of ways you are the heart and soul of this team, Spirit, along with uh, Brendan Chase Drollinger. So when you two get things going, in your terms, you say you start feeling yourself, okay? (laughs) What's uh? How do you maintain that? How do you maintain that positive vibe even when you're in a three-game losing? Because it's not that you didn't play well through that. You you yourself have been playing pretty well Thank consistently you. all season. So how do, how do you maintain that even when things aren't going right for your teammates? you got to be honest with each other. Um, there's been so many opportunities for my teams to hold me accountable um, in practice, school-wise. Um, basketball wise like everywhere like we we all have to hold each other accountable and be honest with each other and so that's one thing that our team is really good about we don't get hurt we don't get our feelings hurt we we continue to grow and we we um, we're learning to trust each other a lot more and so I think just keeping that enthusiasm with each other's trust and like Brenna knows that I know that she can make a shot and I know that Brenna knows I can make a shot so when they pass it to us we have that extra confidence so Paisley Johnson feeling it tonight. Game high, 20 points as BYU defeats San Jose State. Congratulations again on a big win. Thank and, you. And uh, looking forward to broadcasting and uh, watching the game against Oregon State tomorrow night. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. All right, Paisley Johnson with us on the BYU women's basketball postgame show. We'll come up, come back with our final thoughts. 
courtside in the Lahaina Civic Center. You're listening to Women's Basketball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Spencer Linton. BYU victorious over San Jose State 75-56 in the opening game of the Maui Classic at the Lahaina Civic Center. The Cougars now 5-4 and four on the season. They've won two in a row. They'll have a huge challenge tomorrow night in the final game of four, hosted by Oregon State in Lahaina. The Beavers and Northern Arizona just started. Oregon State leading that game 10 to nothing right now, not surprisingly. They are rolling early, and the fourth-ranked Beavers should be 10-0 when they roll into a matchup with BYU tomorrow night. We heard from Jeff Judkins and from Paisley Johnson that they like the matchup. The Cougars do have the size to match up with Oregon State. question is, do they have the shooting and the depth? We'll find out tomorrow. 12.30, a just-after-midnight tip for our East Coast listeners, and a 7.30 Hawaii time tip. That's 9.30 Pacific live on the BYU radio app and on the BYU Cougars app. For now, we'll say goodnight as BYU wins by 19. Quick shout-out to Cole Wissinger, our studio producer. Barry Squires, our technician. Travis Cameron, who is my field producer. We've got Dale Green with me shooting highlights for the BYU TV side as well. Our crew here in Maui had a fantastic time in the opening game, and we appreciate all of you listening wherever and however you're connected on the apps. For now, I'm Spencer Linton saying goodnight from the Lion Civic Center. It's another Cougar winner.